I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Hello, this is Raul, and I'm here with a very special guest, Des. Hi. So she's going to be part of our uh, Women's Catch Wrestling Grand Prix that's going to be held in Las Vegas uh, on September 5th, right? So um, I want people, basically I want to introduce the world, Des here, right? So she's uh, not, she hasn't just been uh, training in martial arts recently. She's actually has a really long background in martial arts. So can you kind of tell us what you've been up to? Sure. Well, I wouldn't say really long background because there are people out there who started when they were very young and are continuing their growth. And I always admired that because they were able to start super young. Where I grew up, we didn't have anything like that. It was a very small mountain town. So we were just outdoor kids climbing trees and rocks and hiking and swimming in ice cold waters. But um, that's okay because I am here and I'm super excited to be in a place now that I could participate in a catch wrestling which I've always been fascinated by. Um, although I've trained in numerous other things, catch wrestling's kind of new to me as far as competition-wise. Definitely have learned uh, certain moves and, and submissions from it, but this is my first chance to really try it out. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, there's not really very many catch wrestling competitions. I think that that's why. So we're trying to have more and more, and so hopefully, not only will you do this one, but hopefully we can, uh, you know, keep on going. That'd be awesome, because I um, learned about it through pro wrestling, um, and then I learned that the pro wrestler, well, I actually knew her before she got into pro wrestling. She was a catch wrestler, catch wrestler Shayna Baszler, uh-huh. and just watching that, I was like, this is not jiu-jitsu, what's going on? This is, this is wild, so I've, I've always been interested in learning ever since then, and I kind of expanded my jiu-jitsu from mm-hmm. there. Okay, that's, that's actually what I was going to ask right yeah. now. So what are some of the martial arts that you do do? So I started later in my life, and I want to also press that fact that it's never too late to start doing any kind of combat sports or martial arts. It, it, honestly, if I started earlier, I don't think I would have had the self-discipline to continue on with it. But then again, I think it taught me self-discipline, which was Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, I stumbled in on a jiu-jitsu school. I wanted to learn MMA and act like I was tough and wanted to fight. And they said, just do jiu-jitsu. And I said, what is that karate outfit you're wearing? Like, that's how naive I was. And I fell in love. These little girls were just choking my ass out with my, this gi, the kimono that you wear, and I was hooked. I was like, I gotta figure this out. So that's where I started only several years ago. Yeah, no, but, four or five years ago. Yeah, but you have a really excellent point, and I think let's just reiterate that thing where it's like 
Um, say like if, if maybe like if a parent pressures their child to do any kind of sport, uh, they can really easily just get burnt out. And but when you get someone, even if they're not, you know, if they're already an adult, but if they're really passionate and uh, impassioned and they're disciplined, then you can actually achieve a lot. And yeah. Yeah. There's one of the points that I kind of bring up sometimes. So like one of the greatest catch wrestlers in American history, Frank Gotch, in his book, he said that uh, a wrestler isn't mature enough, and like as a wrestler, as a competitor, until age 40. And 40? Yeah. Four zero? Four zero. Wow. Yeah. So I got a lot of time then to work on this. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That, that's the thing. And so a lot of times it is the, um, the kind of like the mentality. If you feel like, oh, you know, too old or whatever, and um, then yeah, of course you're gonna fail, right? Like if, yeah. if, you, if you think you're gonna fail and you believe it, you're gonna fail. But if you're disciplined, right? If, if you're at the point in your life when you actually can be disciplined enough to do it, you can actually do a lot. Right? Definitely. I don't know why, as we grow older, we start thinking that we're too old for these certain things. Like our bodies, you know, start developing and getting really strong in our late twenties or early thirties. So even before mm -hmm. that, you're not even at your optimum. You, you couldn't even get at your optimum because it's not like developed. And that's just from little things I've read. Um, so, but I don't know, it's a society that tells us, oh, we're too old to do this. Or that. I, I don't know, but forget it. Just do what you want to do. Maybe you won't, uh, you won't make it to the Olympics. Maybe you will, but that doesn't have to do it. Just go and get, get good exercise and learn that discipline. Like it's it enhanced my life so much to just be able to go and get my, my ass kicked honestly and then to learn your brain produces new cells every time you learn something and every time your brain does that it enhances the rest of your body and it's just positive all over so like just once a week would be beneficial for anyone of any age yeah yeah so don't stop training and if you're if you're on the fence about training because actually yeah it's really good that you brought this up because you know we, we get um, messages and stuff from people of all different ages who are there saying like oh am i too old to start uh catch wrestling or whatever and um, um but i'll let you know now like one of the students that i had back in los angeles uh he was in his 70s right but the thing was is like he he actually could move really quick and he had been doing different types of martial arts all his life and so it's like, it, and but don't like if you haven't been doing martial arts all your life, don't think Still, that you can't start. Yeah. Right? You, you can, and um, just make sure you are doing these other things to take care of your body. You know, like the stretching, you know, yoga or whatever, or these other uh, things that help protect your body. Um, but don't think that you're too old. <laughs> Thank you. I know. So you have students contact you or potential students. I, I don't even know. Can you tell me a quote where you? Yeah, started? yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. That's okay. <laughs> no, no, the, I don't know the tables have turned. Well, sorry, I just it'll help me, you know, understand you. Yeah, so um, I started uh, with Chinese kickboxing a long time ago, many, a few decades ago, and so uh, I trained in China and I also was two-time United States champion. But the, that type of kickboxing has a lot of uh, takedowns and stuff, mm -hmm. so it's like a lot of catching kicks. I think it's one of the best kickboxing styles for MMA yeah. uh, because it has that, that mix and then uh, that's what got me into catch wrestling because um, I was then at UCLA um, you know, as a student and then but we had all these martial art classes in our gym and the jiu-jitsu even though I would take the class like it didn't seem like the right fit right so then I was like trying to research like what else or what other kind of 
grappling style would complement what I like my background. Sure. And so that's how ultimately uh, I ended up discovering catch wrestling. And so you know I ended up training in the home of catch wrestling in, in England and stuff. Wow. And, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's really fascinating and ra like random. Like you could go to China and learn Chinese kickboxing and then come back to that. In LA, there's a lot of catch. Um, Barnett has his thing there. Doesn't he teach a lot of? There. I'm not quite sure where he's uh, teaching now. Um, That's all I know. I'm yeah, yeah, throwing yeah. names around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure where, but um, yeah. So yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> and so you loved it so much. Now you are where you are, and you decided to teach. Yes, and so that's why we're having our event, so that um, you know, basically to kind of not only get people aware of this sport, this is a great sport, but also to um, maybe get more people attracted to it because it's an exciting style because uh, so you have the background in jiu-jitsu but one of the other things that catch wrestling has is the the pin Pins. but so you can do the you can win by pin or submission so that that can be kind of a challenge for some people where it's like either you come from the jiu-jitsu background or you come from say like an amateur wrestling background where you only have pins or a lot of points but some kind of point system Catch wrestling doesn't have that. It's actually more closer to a real kind of ongoing fight where it's like yeah. you, you can't win by taking them down over and over again and racking up points. You actually have to kind of really keep on attacking that person. Yeah, that's the one thing um, like with jujitsu, the players, like we mentioned earlier before the interview, they like to work from their back. And so you don't get pinned in Brazilian jujitsu or no gi jujitsu. And I think that they, it, it, it's hard to remember that because you can do a lot of submissions from your back in jiu-jitsu. So I'm very excited to try this catch wrestling because um, the pins, I think, are going to throw in a totally different element. And there's different rules, like certain chokes aren't going to, I'm not going to be able to do. And I'm just excited. So in my training after jiu-jitsu, they asked me, do you want to fight? I said, I don't really want to get hit in the face, no. But then I changed my mind and I did, and I love it. I love punching and I love getting punched. Not really, but <laughs> I, I do I do like the whole thing of it. So I've had a handful of, of MMA fights. Um, I train with a team in Las Vegas that's really good. Um, current UFC fighters and former UFC fighters who are the coaches. Um, and we had we have a special coach come in sometimes who's very into wrestling and catch wrestling so i've just learned a couple of things from that and i think i think i'd like to put it to the test yeah. but um yeah so that's that's the extent of my training though is just the the jiu-jitsu which like i said enhanced my life um through the discipline and it might not do that for everybody i don't know but just try like just Try anything, learn something new. That's what I can ever want to condone to anybody. Yeah, like following the passions. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah like, anything. Yeah. But um, then that led me to the MMA and to fighting, and then MMA made me realize I need to learn a better stand-up game. So I worked on kicks, taking Muay Thai. We obviously have Muay Thai there, um, which which is really good. I've learned a lot when we when you lock up in a clinch with elbows and stuff. But like takedowns from kicks or catching kicks is not is not as it, they don't teach us that as much. But I'm gonna ask, so that would be really helpful. I usually just block kicks, 
try to try to do one two and go in for a takedown, but that's really basic. Seems to work. Basics yeah. always work. Yeah, no, it would totally yeah it totally works. But yeah, just, uh, the Chinese kickboxing is just a little bit different, but they're they're, they're both great styles. But yeah, they're they're a little bit used to. And another thing, you have to get used to catching kicks yeah. and how to catch it because it still is gonna hit. Still, yeah, can, you can still get a pretty good slap yeah. <laughs> on the kick. Because yeah. yeah, in Muay Thai we just we step either into it or we step away from it and throw the leg or we step into it and I always end up pulling them. I don't know. Or going for a single leg but Nice. Or a trip. But I'm not as good at those. I'm not good at catching kicks, I guess. Yeah, uh, all the stuff takes practice, right? You, yeah. Even though with the jiu-jitsu you said like uh, when you first got in there they were choking you out and stuff. So it, it's like uh, there's that, that learning curve. Definitely, but you never stop learning. There's always, mm -hmm. there's always getting better at what you know, and then there's always learning new things. And then your whoever you're going against has a different style or prefers to do this. Jujitsu guys who like to be on their back, and jujitsu guys who like half guard. Like it's, then you have to learn everything for each of those. Yeah. So it never ends, and that's why it's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and that's why it's like I even mentioned the whole. Uh, the neuro pathways and stuff where it's like the more new things you learn, especially if there's a physical component to it, um, that actually really helps to keep your brain young. So going back to our whole thing yes. about like, um, like uh, never too late to do something, right? So they, oftentimes you hear in the, in the news and stuff, they're like, oh, learn a new language. It's completely different from whatever your native tongue is. But it's actually even better to do something new that's physical, right? So you have not only the brain trying to understand it but then having to translate it into your body yeah. so it's even better you got like extra stuff going on right? yeah. so learning a language is great <laughs> but well, learn brazilian jiu-jitsu and the brazilian language yeah, yeah. a lot of the stuff isn't brazilian so you yeah. can do both but yeah the physical element putting it into play is, as well as it affecting your mind is it's amazing like just and I, know, I, I grew up doing sports. I grew up doing a lot of sports competitively from age five. I was a competitive swimmer. I did the Junior Olympics in swimming and track and field. Played volleyball and basketball throughout high school. I thought I was going to be um, a college player. I, I really thought I was going to be the first woman on the NBA as a kid. And if you can't, if you can't tell, she's pretty tall, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I probably wouldn't be the tallest, that's for sure. I'm only 5'10". But... Um, Growing up, I definitely was, but I don't know. I just, like you said, I felt like I had to do those things. I felt like that's what was expected of me. I felt like it wasn't my dream. It was my parents. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> you know, and so as soon as I, as I grew older and soon I can, as I could make my own decisions, um, well, some stuff happened with the new coach. So anyhow, I think things happen for the right reasons, the way they're supposed to as long as you're putting out effort. And I was trying, but the basketball thing didn't work out and it led me here years later and I like it. I'm super happy that it led me here. I had to go through a window of growing up and maybe partying too much and not knowing what the hell I'm doing with my life. Um, but then I found this, so super grateful for that. Awesome. So we look forward to like having you compete, and we really want to thank you for uh, accepting the you know being part of the tournament. Um, you know, so thank you. And uh, but 
So You're if welcome. anybody has uh, any questions or anything, uh, which like where can we find you on social media or anywhere? So, um, I have a lot of social medias and a lot of personas. Actually, after I realized I didn't want to do the sports stuff, I realized the only reason why I really liked sports growing up was because I was entertaining people. I really wanted to be an actor and perform, and I did a lot of that prior to this. I'll still have a little gig or commercial role sometimes, but um, uh, I have like these other other accounts that have to do with these other types of work that I do. So for this, uh, there's a lot of places you can find me, and I think for this particular one, I'm going to just share with you my um, website and then where you go from there. So I'm Des, D-E-Z, um, and I go by Des Desire, like, because I think that if we were to pursue our desires, we'd all be a lot happier. And I'm not thinking like desires, like they have to be taboo or naughty, just passions and goals and things that you've always wanted to try, but you thought it was too late. And I just always like that word desire. Um, I also heard from some philosopher that having desires is, is not a good thing because then you're just focused on this goal and not looking at the big picture. But what are, yeah, I don't, I didn't really, I didn't really follow through with what they were trying to say because I think it could behoove all of us to just pursue. Um, just being happy and grateful every day is what's going to make us find these desires. So my um, webpage, after all that, is desdesire.com. And on there you'll see a variety of things that I do. Um, it's a little niche because it doesn't really focus on my athleticism and my real life or a lot of personal stuff. I put a lot of personal stuff on there, but what I do in my real life, I've put into this niche, which is where you found me, um, where we're a bunch of women who wrestle and and do other combat type sports, including judo and uh, Muay Thai, etc. And um, we kind of went a different path with this athletic skill although some of us do both you know i still am trying to get pro fights and fight in state sanctioned fights in mma but this is my uh my side gig and i'm super excited to be part of it so i find cool little competitions not little as in not important but little as in <laughs> as, <laughs> yeah it's, i i call men little I'm like oh your little hat is cute I'm like it's not because it's small, it's just <laughs> verbiage. But, um, so if you just go to desdesire.com, you'll, you'll see a lot of the stuff that I've, that I do, I currently do, but that is just one little small part of it. And what I like about w what I do on that website is you can see the other talents and things that I do, but it's not limited to even that. And um, maybe through that, I could get to know you guys better. Yeah, well, and that's the thing too. So, like, uh, I think our our conversations kind of ha touches on some kind of psychological or or neuro, neuro uh, psychiatric type things where it's like we we all have different uh, different interests, 
and there's so many different aspects to everyone's personality. So uh, I think that's one of the things you're kind of, even from the beginning of the conversation, you've kind of touched on where it's like, um, you know, people have different backgrounds and then maybe they later on they follow, um, they, they find something new that they want to pursue. Um, totally fine even if it's a different age. But then there's also so many different aspects of our personalities that um, you, it's not like, it's not like, say you mentioned being a swimmer, it's not, it's not like you're only a swimmer. That's not, yeah. that's not the entirety right. of you. Right. Yeah. So you are Des, and then you do many things, right? There's you have many so talents. much more. Yeah, like we all do. That's the thing, though, with especially with social media, is everyone just kind of pigeonholes you into, oh, she does this, and that's who she is, or they do that, yeah. and that's what they do, and it makes it a lot easier for you to get followers or fans or whatever. But I, that's it, that was always challenging for me, is to be pigeonhole because that's never all that I do but I noticed when I was trying to promote that I walked on stilts and that I was acting and I was doing performance art and then I was getting into jujitsu and now I'm fighting like it confused people mm -hmm. they were like you love to travel you're always in this country you're over here like people just couldn't handle it so I had to make these separate I just keep them separate yeah, com yeah, compartmentalize them again yeah. make it easier for people to understand and it draws in different types of fans like uh, pro wrestling fans aren't interested in my nature stuff, you know, you know so <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Like, but that's why it's like say, uh, hopefully for people who are like our fans at Catch Wrestling Alliance, uh, uh, kind of because there's so many different aspects to wrestling, even itself. Right, there's that whole psychological performance aspect where it's like uh, uh, whether or not you're able to, even though you like put your training into practice. Right, because I mean, you could be uh, really nervous, and uh, you know, maybe you can't. Maybe you're great in the gym, but then you just can't perform in competition. Nervous. There's all these different things that, in a way, it's like I'm happy that we're we're kind of being able to talk about this because it is part of uh, like any type of sport, but you know, cat wrestling included. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it is true. Then there's a lot of incredible athletes. I even have some teammates who are phenomenal fighters, but they'll go into the cage and just kind of clam up like it's just so much different when you're putting what you know to the test in front of people in an actual competition but it pushes you and it fires those neurons so at least it's something new you learn about yourself but um yeah I, i'm excited to try this i know that the competition one competes in ibjjf jujitsu competitions and she's two belts higher ranking than i am um and she, probably heavier than me because normally I'm at least bigger than most people but I don't know about her but she's gonna be challenging the other girl is a black belt in judo she qualified for the Olympics for the Olympic team in judo I, I know her I had a I had a little bout with her in the past um, super strong really strong but I noticed the the judo people aren't as technical on the ground they're just good at you know getting you the throw. Oh, the takedown, yeah. yeah. But um, I think she's been training a lot more in the meantime. Yeah, I've been seeing on her social media, she's been trying to train, but she's been doing a bunch of different things too, like even yeah. some kickboxing but, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think she's wanting to do that that um, fighting thing where they get really attractive women to fight. Mm -hmm. And they're athletic women, so it's not, it's not, some people complain and say they were, what's the word when you, put out or you uh, squand 
What's the word am I trying exploit? to do? Exploit, yes. <laughs> when you exploit, the, the, some people say they're exploiting these women. First of all, these women are getting paid really good and they're athletic and they're able to use their training in an actual thing, but they just happen to have to look like sexy women. Everyone wants to look sexy women, whatever, you know? So I think that that's what she's kind of excited about. Um, and then the other girl, she I've known her for a while. She's always done Krav Maga. She was the first person I ever heard mm. talk about Krav Maga. And she's not as big as we are, but she is strong yeah. for this. I don't know. Really feisty. Right? Feisty. Yeah. Even her personality is feisty. She, and then she's strong. Like, she's just like, yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of one of the reasons. So, like, you mentioned it's like, so you're with this organization, Sessions Girls, where it's like you... It's like it's a lot of talented athletes, uh, women athletes, so um, that are willing to, you know, like, like basically compete, right? So, so, and that's why we're working together also too with Jennifer Thomas, who's actually been training, uh, been doing, taking some of my classes for, you know, since back in the day. Did she? Yeah. No, that's how you know her. Yeah, yeah we, we've known each other for many years, and, um, and so that's why we're working together, and. Um, so that's the thing. So we want to try to create more avenues for people because yeah. that's always been the thing about catch wrestling, where it's like there was, a long time ago, professional wrestling was catch, catch wrestling. wrestling. That's the only reason why I ever first heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if if we can kind of uh, bring that back, where it's like we can give say collegiate collegiate wrestlers once they graduate, um, you know, we can see if we can't give that back to them, the sport back to them where they can pursue this after they graduate or, or anybody else who, say like you, who, who, who fell in love with martial arts mm-hmm. um, and you know, you're, you're already, you're, I've seen you grapple before and uh, you're good, so it's like, you know, you, you really, uh, like, you're really going for it and really training, so it's like, it's like why not have these events to show off your, your skill? And like you said, avenues, different avenues, so... Mm-hmm. That that's what I was trying to say before too. Is like we don't, not everyone's gonna go to a really great gym and have UFC trainers, and then go fight sanctioned fights or like mm-hmm. competitions, contests. This is just another avenue, another oppor- opportunity, another area, and it's really cool that you found girls who, through Jennifer, because those girls don't get those opportunities just because they don't go to the gyms, but they have the skill and the background and the talent, mm-hmm. but they're not working and being the next um, Bellator champion, you know, so yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Oh, you're welcome. All right. I think we'll go ahead and end it here. Um, but this is not the last you've heard of Des and, uh, you know, we look forward to how she performs on September 5th at our Women's Catch Wrestling Grand Prix here in Las Vegas. Can't wait to see you. You better be there. <laughs> <laughs>